whether you want to accept it or not, you are God. You are God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. You know, it's okay if you don't want to call yourself God. You can call yourself whatever you want to. Because you have been given that right. When you say, I am that you are. You know, it's like saying, I am that I am. What is that? What is that that you are? You know, that's all. That seems pretty simple to me. God is in his holy temple. Now, check out your temple, your body, where you live. What is it like? What is it like living in that body? What do you feel like living in your temple? You are the God. Can you live in your temple, God? The scripture says God cannot live in an unclean temple. Something to that extent. Uh, so God, you are God. I mean, the scripture declares that you are. You made in the image after the likeness of God. And God made himself male and female. Male and female made he them. So all, all I see around me is God. God. Now, I know your forefathers forgot about that, of course. And they, accordingly, when Jesus came along, you know, being the God-man, you know, they wanted to stone him. I mean, this brother was really racking up some brongy points. And um, they came upon him one day to stone him. And, of course, he asked, because, you know, I mean, I've not done anything to deserve this, of course. So naturally, he inquired, you know, for what good works do you want to stone me? At least that's how I remember the scripture saying it. And they clearly, definitely, positively, most equivocally, undoubtedly, without question, said, oh, it's not for the good works that we want to stone you, brother. It's for you being a man. Wanting to make yourselves God. So the point is, your forefathers forgot and you have forgotten. But your scripture clearly tells the scripture that you that you that that you say you go by. It says, remind you. In fact, Jesus said to them, Does not your scripture say? Or does not your law say? I forgot how he said it in the scripture, but it's in John 10, somewhere, somewhere there in John the 10th chapter. He says, uh, they said, does not your law state? Behold, I have said, ye are gods, and all of you children of the most high God, all of you, so, God, in the beginning, God. That's what your scripture says. So, all right, God, you, God, you who hear me, what are you up to? What is your beginning? What are you beginning? What is, what is it that you've not gotten yourself into? And having gotten yourself into whatever it is that you're into, now that you are in this state, in this situation, the next thing you do, let it be the beginning. The beginning. The beginning for 
Let's call it a change. According to Proverbs 6.2, you do it to yourself. Check it out. Check it out. Whether you live or die, according to Scripture, the God whom you say you believe in has told you, hey, you bring the death and you bring the life. You bring it all upon yourself. So, you are life force. You are life force. You've been told not to get, not, not to, don't, let's see, how does it say? It says, don't be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world. That is, don't become like the game. Don't become the game. But be e transformed. Be e transformed. I don't care whether you're the original man or his offsprings. Be e transformed. And certainly the, the father wants for his children what he wants for himself. So be e transformed by the renewing of your mind. Check that out. Be transformed. That means come out of the game. Come out of the game. Preserve your life force. And that's another, that's a subject, a very important subject for another time because you want to begin as you are recognizing that you are gods. You want to prepare yourself to bring forth gods. Gods, gods, gods. To bring forth gods. And your image after your likeness. What, who do you think you are? You are the image, the likeness of God. And so what we're doing here now is just tearing away, burning away the dross. Because surely when man realizes, oh, woman, that they have been a fool. I mean, you're conscious. Ooh, wow, it's like being pricked. Thank God for the pricking. Thank God for the pricking, man. How is the chick going to get out of the shell except it pricks? <laughs> And crack the shell. So be thankful for your revelations. But getting back to this, you are indeed a life force. And we, you and I, you see, and this is something, never mind. You and I are volunteers. We are volunteers who come to do a role. Now, I know that we are accustomed to being given roles. And we're accustomed to being told what we can and cannot do. And we're accustomed to being told what our limitations are. And sometimes even discouraged. You know, for reaching for the stars. But nonetheless, you're volunteers. Whatever it is that you're doing, you consent to do it. You consented to do it. But nonetheless, that's a, that's a subject for another time as well. But you've come to do a role. Let me look up the, the word role. I don't need to explain it to you. Get involved in your own transformation. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But getting back to this, you are life forced. We are all volunteers who come to do a role. And guess what? Only the qualified are sent to make changes. You know, you have, you have various institutions here in your country, in your world, that train people to do a role effectively according to the agenda and the, the ideology 
that is to be put forth. And of course, it's important therein while these things are going on as they be, may, may be necessary according to Scripture. 13th chapter Roman, check that out, man. It tells you to be subject to the higher powers. I mean, check that out. If you are subject to the higher powers, all powers become subject to you because it must yield to its original self. It must yield to its origin. It does. It does. All, all the power has to do is accentuate itself. Just present yourself as a living sacrifice. I mean, you've got this thing all together. You've been transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you say, all right, God, I come to represent. And so you represent. And, you being, and you're doing this because the scripture wherein God says, let us. I mean, can you imagine God? getting your attention. And by your agreement and your submission, you hear, in effect, let us, let you and me, whatever your name is, make you, make man in our image. Our image. See, you already are that. You already are that. That's why God is saying to you, let you and I make you in our image. That means bring you to the awareness of who you are in God and who God is in you. Come to that awareness of who you are in God and who God is in you. And I assure you, when you represent the God you say you truly believe in, man, come on. And those battles that, that, that by which you justify your actions that are in scriptures that you say you believe is merely indicative and personifies yourself, your own experience. Your scripture asks you the question, wherefore, why? What is the reason for all the war that goes on among you? And it suggests, rather askingly, is it not because of the war that rages within you? There is something going on within you that causes all this outer actions. And as long as you allow people to dictate the course of your life without exercising your own autonomy. These things are going on. They have been going on. They're going to be going on. The difference in terms of how it affects you is when you say, I am. What? I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> oh, but you have to, at some point, say, I am. You know, you can say, I am a slave, or I am a master. I am a slave. I am a master. There's a book written by a lady, Lessons in Truth, by Emily Caddy. One of the chapters in her book asked the question, life a bondage, a bondage, which you, know, you choose, like scripture saying, you choose this day, you know, which seeds you're going to plant. We already know who you obey, you know. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. You already know who you serve. You already are acquainted with whomever it is that you serve. You're doing that already. Now choose ye this day what seed you're going to plant. 
because you are in a state of becoming that which you are conscious of being. Your very activity sustains and supports who you are becoming. It does, indeed. And guess what? You are in control. It's all up to you. It's all on you. It's all on you. It is. It is. Let's continue with this. Only the qualified are sent to make changes. And the other thing that you might want to think about in terms of redefining your experiences, suppose you just decide, just for a moment, imagine, there are no battles. There are no battles. Now, you, you may see that as a contradiction in terms of how you've been conditioned to believe, but just think for a moment that there are no battles, but only changes being made. There was a gymnasium I went to years ago, bodybuilding place, really a sweat joint. And there was a sign up there that said, pain is merely weakness going away. Pain is merely weakness going away. So there are no battles, only changes. Only changes. Now, I want to thank you very much for your time tonight. I'm going to leave you now because I'm being drawn away. But we're going to get together again for Raw Gospel. The Raw Gospel. The Raw Gospel. And I'll pay attention to what, I, what has been said through me so that we might perhaps continue what we've started here because I believe that there's something going on. But in the meantime, take time to look at Genesis 1. Genesis 1. And the spirit of truth which Jesus Christ promised to send and in fact did send and is available to all no matter what you believe. That guardian spirit will lead you into the truth that you need to know with respect to that chapter and if you would write it down, you'll become acquainted with that spirit of truth, which will lead you into your truth that will set you free. So until next time, this is, this is, I am. I suppose I'll call myself right now so that we might become familiar with the thought, I am. I am. What do you attach to I am? That's what you are. Thank you.